We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey everyone, welcome to the Roto-Grinders Morning Grind Podcast. I'm your host, Stevie TPFL. It's Monday, it's January 18th, 2021. We have seven basketball games that we're going to talk about today. I know there's a couple extra um, on top of that, but we're going to go over the three-game early slate for the 2.30 and 3 o'clock games and the four main games on the 7.30 slate. I'm joined by my good buddy, Chief Justice 06. Will, how are you doing, my friend? Good man, uh, another day, another slate. Um, you know, the cool thing about this this industry is uh, you can get it wrong two, three days in a row. And not that we've gotten it wrong, but there's always another day coming. So I'm, I'm excited to have another day of DFS upon us. Yeah. Um, listen, I'm, I'm pumped. You know, football's kind of going on right now. The basketball slate's, you know, getting rolling. Um, so yeah, excited to get back in the mix for basketball. I, I I take the weekends off. Like if anybody's new to the podcast, not only do I take the the weekends off from the podcast, but um, I enjoy my weekends when NASCAR isn't going. But during NASCAR season, there's just no way that I can play basketball or baseball. So uh, we are presented by Monkey Knife Fight. Try the fastest growing single player DFS site out there. Get a matching 100% bonus up to $50 on your first deposit. Um, Rotogrinders.com slash partners slash MKF. Uh, they got a ton of stuff for this NBA slate over there posted already. So if you guys haven't checked them out, uh, they got a ton of stuff that um, you can kind of get take advantage of. Um, and uh, yeah, it's going to be fun. And um, you know, really excited to see what they what they got coming for the Super Bowl and stuff like that. So, well, let's jump into the three game early slate. We're just gonna uh, 
quickly kind of look at these games and then like we'll really get into the main slate here but uh we get started with minnesota at atlanta 235 and a half total atlanta's favored by seven hernan gomez rubio and carl anthony towns are all out and then on the atlanta side bogdanovich done Gallo's doubtful and then reddish is questionable um so let's start with minnesota no carl anthony towns no hernan gomez um what are we looking at here on this minnesota team i mean do, do we like Nas reed uh geez this feels like he may actually get 25 to 30 minutes guaranteed uh seems like Jarek vanderbilt's probably going to play 20 to 25 minutes i hope they don't roll old man ed davis out there for 30 minutes in this one they're probably going to play him and i'm going to be uh, i don't want to say frustrated but at 3300 i don't hate it you know they're going to have a big man carousel and maybe they all get 20 minutes and then you know ed reed and, and vanderbilt may be the only ones that are worth it um i think the main thing here is i actually despite this guy being overpriced stevie malik beasley may be my favorite player from from minnesota it's, it's 7,200. It's a three-game slate. A guy that could put up 45 to 50 in this spot. Could. I'm not saying he's going to. I, I think he's a really good tournament player. He's going to get some ownership because it's a three-game slate. But I think with him being overpriced, I don't mind paying this for him with Cat out and some of the other pieces. If this game stays close, it's got to be a big part you know, due to him. So uh, D'Angelo Russell's 8,600. Don't hate it, but I, I still think I, I'd take the discount on Malik Beasley and uh, hope we get an upside game from him. Yeah, like I, I don't hate that. I don't hate Russell with these guys out. Um, I, I think like Nas is in play for sure. I On a three-game slate, I think you can take some shots on Vanderbilt. Um, you know, like him playing the four or the five with cat out and getting like 20 to 25 minutes. Um, and like Ed Davis is never like sexy to play. So I think like, if you're taking shots, um, you take like the shot on like Vanderbilt, but I think Nas is like the, I don't even want to say safer option, but I think he is like the best of the three options as far as like the big guys go. So, um, on the Atlanta side of things, you know, Minnesota is a bottom 10 team as far as like offensive efficiency, but they are a team that has struggled even more defensively. They're 27th um, in defensive efficiency. But the one thing that I love about, you know, taking guys against Minnesota is they play super fast. Um, You know, they're top 10 in pace and they're bottom five in defense. So when we're looking at Atlanta here, will yeah, obviously Trey Capella, you know, these guys are in great spots, but the guys that I'm looking at here is like, all right, is Reddish going to sit? Bogdanovich is out. Gallo is doubtful. Like if, if Reddish sits like Hunter and Herter could be guys that play like mid thirties minutes here going up against Minnesota. What are we looking at here on Atlanta? Yeah, I'm with you, man. I mean, I think those are the pieces where we want to look at. I think the main key is Reddish. Like you said, you know, if Reddish is is out, um, you know, that that's really going to open it up for Herder and uh, and and Hunter, and I think they're going to be great plays as well. Um, 
you know, with that being the case, I would probably be willing to fade Trey um, just maybe for lineup construction purposes. But overall, I, I mean, I, I like all those calls. Trey, um, Schurter, uh Hunter, John Collins, I think, is the one where it's like, man, I mean, do we feel like Capella's taking away some of his upside because of the rebounding? Maybe. Um, they're both about the same price. The thing is, Capella got 37 minutes against Portland, but I don't I, – I think that's – I don't think he's going to play 37 minutes here. I could be wrong, but I still feel like on a normal game, he's going to play 30 to 32 minutes. But I could just be reading this incorrectly. Uh, but if he's going to play 35 minutes, I mean, he's in play for 7,500 for sure. Yeah, and, like, yeah, Capella could be hurting his upside, but, like, the, the matchup is fantastic. Like, you know, no cat. Like, this matchup's fantastic, so don't hate it. I prefer Capella. Like, if I – okay, I, I prefer Trey Young. Um, but, uh, like, <laughs> <laughs> Capella is a guy that I obviously I, – I don't mind here um, whatsoever. So, Well, here's the other problem I have with Colin, Steven. And, look, this this could correct itself. But he's not really getting 35 minutes. Like, he's kind of low 30s most games. Some games he's under 30. It's just, it's really weird what's happening there right now for a young guy that in your mind you think should be playing 35 minutes a game. Yeah, and, like, they have a lot of pieces on this team. Like, you know, so it's it's really tough to – it's tough to kind of figure everything out, but – you know, all right, we're starting to rule guys out. So, like, there's opportunity for some more minutes because, like, Hunter and, and Herder aren't going to play 40, but, like, they could yeah. play mid-30s. Um, so, if Redis sits, I really like Hunter and Herder um, yeah. in this spot. Yeah. Detroit at Miami, no total on this one. Hayes remains out for Detroit. And then on the Miami side, Avery Bradley, Butler, and Leonard are all out. And then... Hero is the reason that we don't have a line in this game. He's questionable. Let's start with Detroit. Uh, what are we looking at here on the Pistons? Bro, Jeremy Grant is just having a, a, a season to remember. Uh, at this point, um, you know, would, would he kind of be maybe the vote for most improved player? I, I mean, geez, the, the guy has just been fantastic, Stevie. And, you know, you're thinking in your mind, okay, a guy going to a team with Blake Griffin, you know, with Derrick Rose, and I know these guys are a little older, but, you know, maybe in your head you're thinking, well, this is kind of Blake Griffin's team. No, this is Jeremy Grant's team. I'm, I'm here to tell you. The guy's taking the shots, shot 10 for 19 the other night against Miami, uh, nine rebounds, six assists, four blocks, two steals. Now, that's, up, that's an upside game in that department. But overall, still, the guy's shot attempts are there. I man, it feels weird to say you like a guy at 8,200, but he's got massive upside, Stevie. Massive upside. He, he's going to be my favorite play uh, f- from the game. I, 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 I'm never going to have a problem taking Mason Plumlee in like the low fives. Uh, you know, if he's because we know he has some upside as well. But I mean, I think Jeremy Grant from this game got gotta be gotta be your favorite player. Um, DeLon Wright is starting to get real stable minutes. I'm not sure if people caught on to that, but he's a guy I've kind of been been looking at. Prices come up a little bit, but on this slate for 5,400, I still don't hate it. Um, so his minutes have been up. Josh Jackson's minutes are kind of in the low 20s now. 
So, you know, that's kind of where I'm. Derrick Rose, 5,500. Uh, obviously, he had a really big game, but his minutes aren't, aren't that high as well. But I think DeLon Wright and uh, and Jeremy Grant, man, these guys. Uh, Jeremy Grant specifically, I know I'm ranting, but, but he's been fantastic. Yeah, he's been awesome. And, you know, Wright, I think a lot of people will go Rose over Wright just because of name. Um, but, like, Wright, he, he's playing more minutes than Derrick Rose right now. Listen, I don't think any me or you will argue with anybody that Derrick Rose has a higher ceiling than Wright. Like that—that's no no question about it. But like, he got there against Miami the other night, shooting sixty-seven percent and getting four steals um, in twenty-one minutes. So he's not going to shoot that well. Um, You know, Wright's a guy that you know the other night i think he he went one for 10 from the field and still scored 28 fantasy points because he's filling up everything else so a lot of um a lot of options a lot of stuff when it comes to uh the detroit side of things but i think like grant like you mentioned um definitely over blake right now um you know blake is gonna have good games from time to time but like grant is the ceiling guy right now man he's crushing it's incredible I mean, out of nowhere, too, Stevie. And he played well in, in Denver, too. Don't get me wrong, but what he's doing this season, it's fantastic. Um, now, going to the other side here, you know, looking at the Miami side, obviously Tyler Hero matters um, whether or not he plays or not. But something that's not going to affect Tyler Hero here is Bam should smash in this game. Um like no no doubt in my mind that Bam Adebayo should smash in this game. Yeah, I like Bam. I saw something interesting. This was uh, over the weekend. I looked it up, and I, I ended up not playing Bam, played Chris Boucher instead. But I think Bam was averaging somewhere around 1.6 fantasy points per minute with Butler off the floor um, and, and whoever else was, was out. I, I ran the tool, the court IQ tool. And it really stood out. I ended up not playing Bam, but still, I mean, it, it Bam's been fantastic with those guys off the floor overall. Uh, I, th- I think the hero news is going to matter uh, because I, I do think we need that now. Secretly, Kendrick Nunn played 27 minutes against Detroit. I know he didn't do much with it in terms of fantasy output, but if we're going to get 27 minutes from Kendrick Nunn at 3,700, he's going to be a value on this three game slate in which he probably will be on. Don't get me wrong, but I just kind of want to point that out. Uh, Duncan Robinson had a really good game, but I think he would be the eye man out for me here. Uh, Drogic, we know he has, you know, ceiling as well. Played 31 minutes. I don't mind Drogic here. I feel like he's a really safe play if uh, Kendrick Nunn is out. Yeah. Like they started Gabe Vincent still the other night um, instead of Gordon Drogic. So like, I like when, um, the dragon is coming off the bench and getting that like second team running the second team and then finishing the fourth quarter with the starters. And like, I think that's the type of role that like he has his highest ceiling. Um, and I, I did want to point out Gabe Vincent was in foul trouble. He actually fouled out. So he played 16 minutes. Like, I don't think he's going to foul out this game. Um, so anyway, but just wanted to point that out as well. Yeah, the thing about, like, Miami, too, like, obviously, like you said, the hero news matters. Um, you know, Kendrick Nunn, I don't know if I could do it, but I don't know. I think that at 3,700, if we get hero out, like, we haven't talked about a ton of value on this three-game slate either. So 
we are going to get into some value in this next game. There, you know, there's some pieces out that are huge um, for Portland. So let's get into this yeah. one. San Antonio at Portland, 223 and a half total. Portland favored by one. White remains out for San Antonio. And then Collins, McCollum, and Nurkic are out um, on the other side of this one. So, man, Portland without McCollum is huge. Portland without McCollum and Cantor, or Portland without McCollum and Nurkic, um, both out. It's huge. Let's start with San Antonio, though. Um, DeMar DeRozan's back. This team's pretty much at full strength outside of a couple guys um, that don't play huge roles kind of out. Um, what are we looking at here on the San Antonio side of things? Yeah, man. It's, it's very interesting because <sighs> – I don't think I want to play DeJounte Murray at 8,100 on a three-game slate. And I know that sounds weird. Obviously, we know DeJounte's got upside. Don't think I want to play him. I don't think I want to play Lonnie Walker at 5,500 on this slate. Uh, Patty Mills, 5,300. I don't want to do that. DeMar DeRozan, 8,900, maybe. Uh, Keldon Johnson, 7K. Don't think I want to do that either. I mean, even on a three-game slate, and what's probably the best matchup of the day, LaMarcus Aldridge at 6,400. Uh, maybe. You know, that that's a maybe. Jakob Poto played, you know, pretty good minutes the other night. Played 30 minutes against Houston. Uh, he's 3,900. But I, I don't know. Maybe they were just trying to give Aldridge a rest. <sighs> I, I don't think I want to play anyone from the Spurs on this slate. I just don't think I want to do it. My only thing is like, especially on like a three game slate, like I'm definitely playing Portland guys here. And like a lot of us are going to be playing Portland guys. It's like, man, I want to run it back so bad. Um, it, it's just like, they're all kind of appropriately priced. Um, you know, DeRozan at 8,900. Yeah. He could get 50, but what once this year maybe twice um so like you know it's it's it, i don't understand the price like jump for him i don't get it like uh, i don't know i think it's the algorithm for the matchup like they know portland's bad like portland's terrible on defense is that i think that's all it is but i still man their whole team is like really bumped up outside of aldridge really i think it's like dejounte Keldon or like Lonnie um maybe that's who we're looking at you know for San Antonio like I don't know like those three guys um Portland all right listen we know that Nurkic being out is huge for Cantor um he put up 50 fantasy points against Atlanta the other night there's no question that he's not priced up enough for the role that he's going to have with Nurkic out so like that, that's no, no doubt. But like the thing that we're looking at here is McCollum's out. That's 29% usage. He has the exact same usage rate as Lillard. That is a lot of usage to go around. Um, what are we looking at when it comes to Portland? Yeah, man. I mean, I think it's Dame. I think it's Cantor. Uh, I, I think this is the spot, you know, roll the dice on Trent, roll the dice on uh, Carmelo. Like these guys are still cheap, man. And I think that's that's how you get through this slate. You plug in Cantor. Uh, you know, I think I play Dame over 
over uh, Trey today, which most people probably will do. Uh, I think that's how you do it, man. And then, you know, I don't, I don't know what they're going to do with Rodney Hood, like if they're going to give him more minutes now because there are a few more minutes to go, to ra- go around. You know, I don't know if they're going to do anything with Anthony Simons. Not really worried too much about those guys, but Trent and Carmelo, like those are guys I'm really interested in. Derek Jones Jr., 3,800. Like th- those are the value pieces, I think, that are, that, that are most likely to come through for us. Trent, Derek Jones Jr., Carmelo, um, in terms of cheap value. Essentially, you know, Enos Cantor is probably a value play because he's 6,300. He's going to play about 30 minutes. And he's averaging, I think, 1.21. Is it, Steve? I think that's what – excuse me, 1.22 uh, fantasy points per minute with those guys off the court. You know, if you just do some quick math here uh, while we're live on the air and you take, you know, 30 minutes and times 1.22 uh, – no, it's not 30,000. Excuse me. 1.22. You get 36 fantasy points per minute pretty much floor. Uh, with with a little bit room, a little bit more upside, I, I gladly accept 37, 38 fantasy points at that price. So, uh, Cantor's in play, Dame's in play, and then let's let's pull in these these value pieces. Today's a Carmelo Anthony day, Will. Um, I'm excited, man. I've got my what, Carmelo Anthony rookie card stashed away. That one I'm not going to sell, but yeah, it's exciting. Like, all right, you take you take McCollum off. You take Nurkic off, you take Collins off, you add Lillard on, um, and, and like you're getting a 27% usage rate for Mello playing with Lillard with those guys off. 84 of the 111 minutes Lillard's been on the floor with those guys off. So we're seeing huge in like huge usage uptick for Mello the most. Um you know, you mentioned Trent. He's around 0.75 fantasy points at his price. That's fine, but like Melo's $400 more. I think Melo's to play um, in this spot for Portland. So uh, let's get into the main slate here. You know, this one's obviously super interesting. Four games. Um, we get started right off, right all, right out of the bat. Um, Milwaukee at Brooklyn. This is this is like Ooh. not only like the game of the day, but like. This is like probably the game of the weekend. It starts on Monday. Um, <laughs> as far Suddenly as in- James Harden knows how to play basketball again, people. <laughs> yeah, because he didn't want to be in Houston. Shocking. Um, all right, Milwaukee's <laughs> Milwaukee's good to go from what I read. I didn't see anything on the injury report. Kyrie is upgraded to questionable. Um, so here we go. Um, let's start with Milwaukee. What are we looking at here on the Bucks? Man, look. Uh I think on this slate, right, we're, I, I think we anticipate this game to be fairly competitive, right, pretty much. Drew Holiday's in play, man. Whenever we can get Drew in a competitive game, uh, I, I know in that Dallas game he only got 30-something fantasy points, but in a competitive game, I'm, I'm really interested in Drew at this price. Uh, he's the guy I'm going to look at. Middleton at 8K. Uh, you can't play them all. Middleton shot 8 for 20. Uh, in a pretty competitive game against Dallas and still put up 45 fantasy points. I don't even hate Middleton in this spot, Stevie, at 8K. He's not usually a guy I like to play. But if you think this game is going to be competitive, it's going to be up and down. You know, if he shoots 12 for 20, he's at 50 easily. So he's a guy that I like. Giannis at 10-4. I can't play everybody, Stevie, but I like them all. This is one of those spots where maybe I just say, hey, I like this game. 
I take four or five lineups and try to build a game stack and, and see if I can get something right here. Um, obviously, we've got a couple other, uh, another really good game coming at 8 o'clock. But this game, in terms of what you want to watch, Stevie, I think I will be glued to the television uh, at 7.30, man. This, this one should be fantastic, barring it's not a blowout. Should be a great game. I like the Drew Holiday call a lot. I think Giannis Middleton, like these guys are in play. This is, okay, this is the Eastern Conference Finals game. Like this is just like all right. Unless, like these unless, are, unless Philly or Boston gets lucky and knocks somebody off. This is the Eastern Conference Finals, <laughs> like I said. Um I don't know. I don't know about the Bucks, man. I, I'm not I'm not a huge like Giannis person. I never have been. Um, but like this is a spot that like I, I think you have to like the Bucks. Um this would be a all like an uber competitive game. Yeah. Um so like yeah, load up on the Bucks here. I think like the the sneaky Bucks play for what it's worth and like large field tournaments. People, uh, Brooke Lopez. Um, I, I think Brooke hey, Lopez. I, I is, like it. I is like somewhat, it. Like they in close games, Lopez plays like thirty to thirty five minutes. Like he he's gonna get five to eight three pointers up in this game and like uh, I don't know. They're not. DeAndre Jordan is not going to go out to the three-point line and guard Brooke Lopez. Um, so I don't know. I, I think I think Brooke Lopez is like a snoo- super sneaky tournament option in this game. Um, but again, like he could easily put up ten fantasy points. Um, so let's go to the Brooklyn side. Harden, Durant, potentially Kyrie back to. Um, we have. If Kyrie plays, we have no idea what the usage is going to look like, um, you know, with these three guys on the floor together. We don't even know. I, I would I would assume that all three of these guys are going to be on the floor together. They might, like, get, like, stints where they're not, um, like, all out there all the time. But what are we looking at here on the Brooklyn Nets side of things? I think, you know, you just kind of – I don't want to say wait for the Kyrie news. But look, Hart is 10-8. He got priced up quickly. Uh, very quickly. Uh, KD's 10-1. So these are probably the only two guys you look at. Like, if you want to play this game, you may only be able to take KD or Harden, and that's it. Uh, if Kyrie comes back, I don't think I want to take any of them, Stevie. Like, because I'm I'm afraid they're all they will all eat into each other in some way. Now, I, listen, I know they're going to get staggered. Like, you know, one or two, maybe two of them on the court together at one time for you know five or six minute stints or something like that. Like, I know it's going to be some form of a stagger, but uh, if they're all back, which maybe Kyrie doesn't come back because of the protocols. If he doesn't, I like Harden and Durant. I still only think we can play one of them. Uh, if Kyrie is back, I may have to fade all of them, and I don't like it. Yeah, like, I don't know. I, I think if Kyrie comes back, he, he's interesting at 9,100 um, in a game that should be, like, super competitive, but also going to have, like, Drew guarding him. So, you know, that's something, like, Harden is super interesting in general in this game. Um, but, like, 
the Joe Harris playing Joe Harris days are over for in, like until his price comes down. The yeah. days that like we we like potentially play like Bruce Brown, those days are over. We have no idea what Brooklyn's doing at center. Um, like the other night against Orlando, like DeAndre Jordan only played like twenty three minutes. So I think I can tell you, to be honest. Go ahead. I I think. Uh... I think DeAndre Jordan is going to play some. I think Mike D'Antoni is going to have some form of a fingerprint on this team. And I think Jeff Green is going to get a fair amount of center minutes. That That's what I think. I, I, I feel really strongly about Jeff. Not that he's going to produce. I'm saying I think he gets a fair amount of minutes. Fair enough. Dallas at Toronto. Um <laughs> Finney Smith is still out. Keebler's still out. Powell's still out. Richardson's still out. Uh, Hardaway is on the injury report. He's questionable. Um, Alex Lynn and Patrick McCall remain out for Toronto. Let's start with Dallas. Um, man, w- w- this this four-game slate is just full of studs. Um, yeah. What are we doing here with the Mavs? Hey, man. This is going to be quick and easy. I'm fading the Mavs today. Not playing any Luca, no, no Porzingis, no one. I'm fading the whole team. Have you seen? Okay, I I hear you, but have you seen Luca's numbers since Porzingis came back? Like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I've seen it. Like, all right, Dallas, Dallas is like, all right, we got our we got our two studs. Um, you know, <laughs> like Luca has been the three games, like 77, 63, 87. Luca could easily be the highest scoring player on the entire slate. Um, he's expensive, 11 K, but I think like if you're playing a bunch of teams, you have to have interest um, in Luca. This game should be competitive uh, for the most part. And I think like, you know, Toronto is a team that plays in the top 10 as far as pace goes. And Dallas is like bottom five. So like, obviously that is a huge bump. Toronto's 19th in defensive efficiency this season. They're not a great defensive team. So I do think Luca's interesting. If, if, um, you know, Willie Colley Stein, I think he's okay. But I, I really think what we're looking at here, Will, is like, all, is Hardaway out? Because if Hardaway sits, now we're looking at like Wes Awandu a, a or like Trey Burke or somebody like that playing 30 minutes uh Trey Burke's kind of expensive but I, I do think like they're somewhat interesting on a four game slate um Awandu is a guy that can put up 10 fantasy points in 30 minutes but he's 3300 he's not gonna kill you if he puts up 15 but he'll severely help you if he puts up 20 yeah I get it man I I don't like Dallas today Hardaway has to be out though. Hardaway has to be out. Like if Hardaway sits, a Wandu is is somewhat interesting. I also think like it pains me to even say this, but I think like Josh Green would be interesting. He started the other night for Hardaway, um, you know, rookie twenty year old kid, but played thirty two minutes the other night. Like Luca and Porzingis are such high usage guys. Like these guys are going to need to get there by some easy buckets and rebounds and stuff. But you got guys in the low three K's playing 30 minutes. Um, Let's go to the Toronto side. Do you like anything here for the Raptors? 
I, I think I'm going to keep playing Chris Boucher at this point. Like at 7,100, for a guy, if he's going to keep getting 30, 30 minutes, Stevie, 30 minutes, Chris Boucher, 7,100, I love it. Uh, and because the because he's priced up, uh, I don't think people like the way that looks. The guy's got 50-point upside. I, I'm going to continue to play him. Uh, Kyle Lowry, Flit, Fred Van Vliet, I mean, they're priced appropriately, in my opinion. So I, I don't hate it. Like, you know, if you, if you like a couple of those pieces, uh, Norman Powell, you know, 28 minutes out of nowhere against Charlotte. Uh, but I don't, you know, at 4,800, I don't feel like I have to. OG6K had a really good game against Charlotte, back-to-back, good game against Portland. There's a theme here. Bad defensive teams playing pretty well. Uh, not that Dallas is some juggernaut, but I, I don't think I want to play him. So I think it's really just Boucher for me, mainly from the Toronto Raptors. Boucher. I'm, I'm going to always call him Boucher just because of the NASCAR guy, Chris Boucher. Um, he's been crushing, man, over 37 fantasy points in five straight games. Um, yeah, I definitely like him in the spot. I don't think 71's high enough. Um, no. So I, I think he's definitely in play with the emergence of him. Like we've seen Van Fleet's um, usage kind of go down. Kyle Lowry is super cheap. I think he is okay. He's not great. Um, I always think like Siakam can have like massive ceiling games, um, but that might be like a pivot. If you don't want to play um, Boucher, I think you can like take a shot on Siakam instead um, just to kind of pivot. Moving right along here, we got Houston at Chicago. Um, it's a back-to-back for Chicago, so we don't have injury news for them. But um, I think, like, we knew we knew Sadarinsky was out for Sunday. I don't know if he'll remain out. Like, some of these guys are back that have been out, so we'll have to kind of see. Just going to have to kind of check the injury report for Chicago and go from there. But, um and then on the Houston side, Clemens is out, Exum's out, White or Wall is out, House is out, and then Sterling Brown is um, questionable. Let's go to the Houston side. What do we like here for the Rockets? Well, so here's the thing: what what's going on with Oladipo? Did did I miss something? I don't know. Has that is that trade just not cleared yet? Because I mean. They don't have him on the injury report, but then he's also not in the player pool. So it's really it's really strange. Um, at least on well, DK's. I know, I know Levert. I know Levert had the um, issue, so I don't know if that's right. why. Yeah, that that could be why. Um, it, but see, he is in the pool on FanDuel. And according to that, he's supposed to make his debut tomorrow, but he's not in the DraftKings player pool. So maybe maybe we shoot them an email. Do you think they'll add him? Uh, because if they do, I like him a lot. Depending uh, on what his price is, I agree with you. Yeah. Like, if, I mean, he's 70. Well, let's do this. He's 7,500 on FanDuel. I'm actually willing to roll the dice for 7,500 Victor Oladipo in Houston with no John Wall. And possibly no Eric Gordon. Um, I, look, th- th- Ben McLemore is not going to take over this team. Okay, neither Sterling Brown, Nawaba, Mason. Like he is going to be the guard in this game. Um, so I, I, I like him here. I think um, 
him and Christian Wood, man, I, I think those are the guys on FanDuel. Christian Wood is up there, but but I do like him. And then on DraftKings, of course, Christian Wood at 8,900 against Chicago. Uh, I think he's a guy that you definitely play. Yeah, I think Wood is just – I don't even care what his price is. Like, if you're not paying up for – Luca or the Brooklyn guys or Giannis, like Wood is a, a fantastic option. Um, I don't know. Like the other thing that is super interesting is Eric Gordon is supposed to be back. He's fifty two hundred. Um, I, I think he's certainly someone that you're you're potentially looking at here. But man, if Oladipo plays, um, load up on him. Like I, I don't see a reason for him not to get thirty minutes against Chicago. And um, that's that's plenty enough for me to want to play him in this spot. So um, outside of that, like I know Tate's had some good games, um, but like his price is kind of caught up now. Uh, you mentioned like Ben McLemore. He had a good game last time out, but his price went up 1100 bucks. And if Eric Gordon's back, I think like that potentially hurts McLemore. The Chicago side of things here, if Oladipo plays, I, I think this game stays super close. Um, I, I think it has potential to stay be- closer um, than if he doesn't play. So, like, if Oladipo plays, like, much more interest in, like, going Oladipo, Wood, Levine, or something along those lines. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, what do you like here for the Bulls? Well, I mean, they, they played today. You know, a lot of these guys, Carter, Martin, had fantastic games. Uh, Kobe White didn't have a good game. I think Kobe White now uh, with, with uh, you know, marketing kind of coming back, maybe, you know, it takes away some of the usage. So, the, excuse me, don't really want to play Kobe White at 7,600 on this slate. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I want to play Zach Levine either. I think, you know, if you're looking at Zach Levine at 9,500, you just play Christian Wood and then you just get you some studs in other spots. Like I'd be more than willing to play, you know, someone from Brooklyn, or Milwaukee over Zach Levine today. So I'm, I'm kind of not interested in the Bulls hardly at all. Uh, I, I think they're all priced appropriately uh, for their new roles, and that, that's kind of where I stand. Yeah, I think it's like, all right, there's four games on this slate, and all four of them are game stackable. Um, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, Dallas, Toronto, Houston, Chicago, Golden State, L.A. Like, all of these games are game stackable. Like, right, like all, you could stack all four of these games. So it's just like what type of roster construction are you going to end up on is more likely what it's going to come down to. Um, like if you're stacking Milwaukee, Brooklyn, you're probably not stacking Levine with Houston guys. Um, if you're stacking Dallas, Toronto, you're probably not playing Levine with Houston guys. So um, I think it all is going to come down to like, you know, what type of roster construction do you end up on? Um, man, if you want to roll the dice on like Thaddeus Young at 3,800, he, he's had some 30 fantasy point games um, here recently and his price has gone down. He's not going to play a ton in this game, but it is a game against Houston. So if he can get 20, 22 minutes um, at 3,800, it's just one name that I wanted to throw out there. We finish it. Um, Martin Luther King day. Um with Golden State at LA taking on the Lakers. 225 and a half total. Lakers favored by 10. Uh, Marquise Chris remains out. LeBron is questionable. Wesley Matthews is questionable. Anthony Davis not on the injury report. Um, let's go with Golden wow. State first. What are we looking at here for the Warriors? 
Well, I, I definitely think you consider Curry. I mean, look, he's 9,800. You know, kind of one of the things I talked about, well, you know, do you want to play Zach Levine at 95 today? Um, you know, or, or would you rather play Curry at, at 98? And, I mean, look, Zach Levine's in a, a good spot, but Curry can, can tee off on anybody. Uh, the Lakers have been on cruise control, in my opinion, really good team, play, playing pretty well defensively. Uh, but I still think, you know, Curry is in consideration for GPPs. Kelly Oubre. You know, minutes are around 30 minutes a game. I think he's in consideration as long as that that price stays there. Uh, Andrew Wiggins playing good minutes. You know, I, I consider him a tournament play as well. Uh, Draymond Green at 5,200, though, I think is probably, you know, going to be one of my favorite plays from this game. Uh, I just think, you know, for the upside he has in terms of the peripheral scoring, I think, you know, I just think it's fantastic. So he's a guy I like. Uh, James Wiseman, 26 and 27 minutes the past two games. He might be a, a you know a center that we can throw in that utility spot. Um, so you know he's a, he's another guy that uh, I would consider as well. Well, so we had just talked about it against the Pacers the other night. Me and you were talking about it. Um, I think we were talking about it on the podcast about how like one of these big guys could play bigger minutes with like that rotation that the Pacers roll out there and like all right, all right, he played bigger minutes now Denver. I think, like, I'm a little concerned, but I will say, like, they do, like, go Anthony Davis, Harrell, and some of these other big guys, uh, Marcus All. So, Wiseman could continue to play minutes here. So, I love that call. Um, I like I like the chef, man, 9,800 against the Lakers. Like, these are the types of games that, like, Steph shows up for and has monster games. Um, so, definitely don't mind him. On the Lakers side of things, I think Anthony Davis – for his ceiling is a little too cheap. Um, I know he hasn't had like a ceiling game yet this season, uh, maybe one or two, but I think this is a spot like he could have a monster ceiling game here. Yeah, man. It's just that price, Steven. We've been talking about it and yeah, you know, like the other night he played, uh, he was 9,800 played new Orleans, put up 44. So didn't quite burn you. Right. But, you know, a few more rebounds, and he's right there at a double-double. And lo and behold, you know, that that he's over 50 fantasy points. And I feel the same way here at 9,300. Now, I think the algorithm is probably thinking that um, the Lakers are kind of going to handle the Warriors. And, and I understand that. But I still think, you know, you're getting LeBron at 97, AD at 93. You know, we've been talking about it. At some point, both of these guys are going to pop off. Uh, so I, I do have the, both of these guys in consideration uh, for my lineups here. Yeah. Um, listen, it really like AD hasn't had a ceiling game. Cause they went the last time the Lakers played a close game. Well, that's like, what I'm saying. They've been destroying people really. I know. So like, if you do think this game stays close, like, you know, look at that second end of the, like they played Memphis um, a couple weeks ago. Um like a week and a half, almost two weeks ago. Um, he played 34 minutes and put up 58 fantasy points. Like, give me 58 fantasy points at 9,300. I think Anthony Davis is in play. Um, I think if you're playing Davis, you probably want to play Curry because you really want the game to stay close. Um, or playing like Draymond or somebody like that. I think Draymond is interesting at his price too. So, uh, anything else from the Lakers here? No, man, I, I think that's it. I don't want to, you know, nobody else is really cheap enough. Like, even Schroeder's 6,400 now. Like, if Schroeder was 5,500, I would have loaded him up on this slate. But at 64, uh, I, I, I don't think I don't think I want to touch him. 
All right, let's get into um, the morning grind game, and then we'll yes. get out of here. Um, give me your favorite play under 5K to 7X. Well, this is going to be a tough one because there really aren't a lot of plays under 5K today, and that's just that's just the truth. So... Mm, Oh man, Stevie, let's go. Jeez, uh, I'm about to go James Wiseman at 4600. I like it. Um, this guy is not going to get there, but I, I do think like after we broke down this four game slate, I think a Wandu is is super interesting. Uh, if you're... I, I I knew a Wandu was going to be your guy, ironically, like uh, I knew this from the start. There's not a whole lot of real value on this slate. Hardaway all. needs to be out. Like that needs yeah. to happen. Um, like, but gosh, like, and then Houston's got this ghost value because Oladipo isn't on the DK slate, but like he's playing tomorrow. So I don't, I don't know what's up with that. Um. All right, give me your guy over eight K that goes under five X. Who's your bust at the top today? Uh, man. Oh, Zach Levine. Yeah, Zach Levine at 95. I like that one. I'm going to go Kevin Durant. Whoa. Yep. Uh, favorite 6X play, who do you got? Uh, Christian Wood, 8,900. Yeah, I like that one a lot. Um, listen, it's hard not to like the Busher, right? Uh, Boucher, like, however Man, you want to – Like, this guy like is him. just – he's just he's just having um a breakout season so um let's get weird gpp play of the day who do you got um man this is a tough one stevie because you know just not a lot of guys today i'm gonna go draymond green 5200 yes yes draymond all right I got, I got, I got one. We didn't really talk about this guy. Um, really like this guy before, um, we got started. Lori Marketing, um, I think is super interesting in this game. They're gonna need a size, uh, fourteen and nineteen shot attempts in the last two games since returning, playing big minutes. Um, I think Lori Marketing is a great tournament play on this slate at sixty seven hundred. Yeah, Stevie. Let, let me, and I know we're about to close this thing out. I just, I can't let this go. I, I got to make sure we talk about this. Kristaps Porzingis could sit tomorrow. Are they on the second end of a back-to-back? Yeah, they just played today. I, I, I that 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 makes this slate totally different. By the way, if Kristaps Porzingis sits, remember I said I didn't like Luca, but I wasn't thinking they just played today. Porzingis could sit. Don't want to double back too much, but I've already done it. I I do like Porzingis. I mean, I do like Luke if Porzingis sits. Want to put that out there. I forgot they played today. If Porzingis sits, I mean, Luke is like a lock button, man. If Porzingis sits, it's happy Boban day, man. (laughs) Hey, that that. How does he not? If if Porzingis is out, Pal is out, um, Maxi's out, like. How doesn't Bobon get like 15 minutes? Oh, buddy. It's yeah. Bobon day. Let's go, Porzingis. Yeah. 
It was interesting to me that they did they play like super early on Sunday or something because they were on they the did. injury report. Okay, so they that did. makes sense. Yeah, yeah, they did. That's they why I didn't have really them written early. down as a back to back. That's my bad. Yeah, no, I'm um, sorry. they play really early. Like uh, I think it was three o'clock. Game selection question: Will what's standing out to you on Fanduel or DraftKings today? Well, I'm going to go to DraftKings because uh, Fanduel just doesn't have it, and I just think it's the. Uh, the early slate here, showdown single entry, $100 buy-in, uh, you know, pretty good payout starts is 15K, up top 2,500 to first. A 10th place is $400, so, you know, still getting pretty good return uh, on your investment there. So I, I do I do like that one, uh, you know, f- for the early slate. I'm going to go to FanDuel uh, main slate here. You got me super excited about playing Old Depot, so um... – I like Man. the fact that we can play them over there. Um, the $50 single entry, I know I talk about this tournament all the time, but I do think that it's one of the better payout structures that FanDuel has um, just in general. Pays 23% of the field. Um, 2X min cash, top 10, 37%. First place, uh, 12%. First place is three grand. 10th place is 350. You're 7X in your money with a top 10 at least. Um, and then like 15th is 300. So really good payout structure um you can build a really solid team and not have like necessarily nuts and have a really good uh payout in this tournament so really like that tournament um finished six in the FanDuel football 50 dollar um single entry tournament for this weekend so rolling in it let's go um we'll finish this out here favored over under you can use the early slate or the main slate um against the spread anything that's standing out to you here yeah, let, let's go Minnesota Atlanta. I'm gonna take the over. I think this game stays close. I'm definitely taking the over in that game. All right. I am going to go out on a limb and say Golden State plus 10. Um I think this is the type of game that Curry shows up. I think this is the type of game that Draymond shows up. Um I, I think they can keep it close. I think Lakers still win, but like six or seven. I, I think Golden State keeps this one close um well it's gonna wrap it up here for monday we'll be back tomorrow there's only two games on the slate for tuesday so it'll be a quick and easy podcast um for tomorrow anyway but um you know wednesday is jam-packed and we'll have a ton of games to talk about again so if there's anything that you want me to talk about on tuesday always feel free to hit me up on twitter and you know i'll get into talking about uh, whatever you guys want so it's going to wrap it up. Hope everyone had an awesome weekend. Enjoy Martin Luther King day. Um, you know, a lot has changed in this country because one person. So, um, a lot of people working together. So let's keep doing that. And, um, yeah, we're going to get out of here. Good luck everyone. And we'll see you guys again tomorrow.